0: Welcome to episode 19 of the Female Health Show. My name is Raquel, and today I'm myth-busting and hitting you with straight facts on today's topic completely dedicated to estrogen. I'm so excited to talk about this. I was kind of dabbling and thinking about what do I want to talk about? And I knew I wanted to talk about something to do with science and something that's very relatable and that you guys can kind of put into practice already as soon as you listen to this episode you know you can write your notes and you can do whatever you want with this but i know that you're going to take away something from this one it's a really good one and i've learned something myself writing this make sure you are subscribed if you're listening to this episode on spotify itunes for all regular updates i am now uploading two episodes a week and on that roster i'm definitely going to be giving you lots of knowledge and lots of takeaways as we go on through the weeks okay Now, also one last thing before we get into the show, The Female Health Show has a community podcast group. You can join it on Facebook. I would love for you to be part of it. It's a place where you can ask questions and I can answer you directly or I can answer them directly on the show. And I'm really looking forward to having that space and also exploring it with you as well. So feel free to join. It's called The Female Health Show Community Podcast Group. It's a bit of a long name, but you will find it and you'll find the logo, which is the pink Logo and the girl with the blue top on. All right, so join on Facebook and I'll see you there. Let's get into this episode. Now, I would easily say at least 90% of the population don't understand estrogen. Unless you've done a degree or, like myself, actively seek out information about hormones, you probably haven't thought. Estrogen? I don't really need to know about that. It has no real life-changing importance. Well, I think you're going to think a little bit differently after today's episode. Today's episode is going to be easy to understand. There is some complex language, so stick with me. And it is for information purposes only. Anything I discuss in this episode does not constitute medical advice. Always speak to a professional if you need any assistance with what I talk about. In episode 10, I spoke about periods in a very general fashion. I talk about what happens, what to expect, how to navigate your periods better. This whole episode is dedicated just to estrogen. And I really look forward to doing one on progesterone as well. So let's just let's just dig into it. Why not? There is a few types of estrogen. So first of all, we have estradiol, which develops in the follicles. We have Estrone, which is manufactured in the fat tissue. And we have a number of estrogen metabolites from gut bacteria. Estradiol is the most common type in fertile women. It improves mood, hence why you feel better when you get your period. And you feel a lot better during your follicular phase, which is post-period, than you do pre-your period. It also helps with libido, skin health, stimulates fertile mucus, as well as improves bone density. But its main role within the uterus is to thicken the lining of the uterus in order to prepare for the housing of a baby the thicker the lining becomes due to a lot of estradiol the heavier the period will be not to mention estrogen is a stress buffer as estradiol is high during ovulation which is a 24 hour to 48 hour window we are more anabolic in nature it's the best time to hit pbs and go hard in the gym Estrogen is our main steroid hormone, which helps to build muscle and develop strength. Now, all steroid hormones are manufactured from cholesterol. Now, I'm going to tell you what the steroid hormones are, just so you can get an idea that there's not just the estrogen one. There is progestogens, glitocorticodes, mineral corticodes, androgens, which is the male sex hormones, and estrogens. Cholesterol is the backbone to all these hormones and all cell walls. A quick Google search will tell you there are approximately 372 trillion cells within you and all of them will have some form of cholesterol in them in our bodies cholesterol serves three main purposes it aids in the production of sex hormones like estrogen it's a building block for human tissues and it assists in bile production in the liver which is extremely important when we talk start talking about detoxification of estrogen and heavy periods so therefore it is necessary to have cholesterol and having low cholesterol is not the aim having the right amount. Of cholesterol and the right type of cholesterol is the aim fun fact number one cholesterol is also the precursor to vitamin d which plays an essential role in the control of calcium and phosphorus metabolism now you're going oh my god raquel stop with the big words all this means is it plays a role in your dna and your rna structure which if you're still lost is your genetics okay so we need cholesterol You don't need to have low cholesterol, we need to have the right amount and the right type of it, okay? Estrogen also enhances our ability to tolerate insulin, making this an opportune time to increase carbohydrate intake. As strength training is the primary focus, eating towards baseline calories helps to support your neural load. We also need carbs to ovulate, so don't skimp out on the carbs. If you are going through menopause, perimenopausal, you don't ovulate, so you might not need as much. Now, let's have a look at too much estrogen. Too much estrogen leads to high body fat, insulin resistance, tender boobs, PMS, fibroids, heavy periods, and a risk of PCOS. Fun fact, two or three, whatever I'm up to now. Alcohol increases blood levels of estrogen and prevents the absorption of nutrients, impairs detoxification pathways, and therefore also impairs the healthy clearance of estrogen. This increase in the toxic load within your body actually becomes higher because your liver has to overproduce sex hormone binding globulin and what this sex hormone binding globulin does it transports the androgens and estrogens in our blood and regulates their access to target tissues and basically what it's saying what this sentence is saying is that sex hormone binding globulin attaches itself to the estrogen to try and remove all the excess estrogen so if you're drinking a lot and you'll you know have a lot of bad lifestyle habits like smoking as well your body cannot detoxify these bad um, because let's not forget alcohol and smoking is also a stress on the body and when you are overstressed in this sense when you're having you know when you're putting things in your body that's not supposed to be there your body has to remove it so you know this can also lead to liver damage and benign liver tumors if this is very serious and you are you are a chronic smoker or a chronic you know drinker For those of you who are not either of those, but you're just interested in, you know, is my estrogen being cleared Um, because, you know, I've got tender boobs and, you know, I've got a little bit of high body fat, a great way to know about if, a great way to identify if your estrogen is being cleared is via your stool. So estrogen is actually removed via bowel movements, regular bowel movements. Now, what should your stool be like? Firstly, It should be long, soft and a smooth type of poo that comes out easily. And once or twice a day is the average, but you know, everyone's a little bit different. So if you're regular three times a day and that comes out long, soft and smooth, Then don't worry. If it's once a day and it's long, soft and smooth, that's probably also okay. But if you have other symptoms like tender boobs and high body fat, then you probably can you you it wouldn't hurt to get a a blood test and it wouldn't hurt to assess what's going on with your lifestyle as well. One more thing with you know, your poop, it shouldn't have a disgusting smell. You're excreting waste from your body, and the body is telling you it's it's like another communication thing that you can get from your body. If you're poo smells really really bad it's unbearable you definitely want to have a look at what's going on in your life and what you're eating and what you're consuming because this will definitely impact your gut bacteria and also the estrogen clearance again now it definitely shouldn't be watery runny like diarrhea it shouldn't be hard and small like rabbit poo if this is the case again you probably aren't clearing estrogen properly a way to determine if estrogen is too low is if your skin is dry libido is low you're not producing fertile mucus you're not ovulating and you probably don't have a period uh, if you've got low moods and you're highly stressed which comes full circle to the high incidence of fractures post-menopause or just in women who have lost or are losing their period this can be linked to poor lifestyle habits like smoking and drinking overtraining eating disorders and maybe even eating too much soy estrogen and progesterone stabilizes your body's ability to handle stress as well. Being chronically stressed increases cortisol. Now, I spoke about all this stress management stuff in episode one. Uh, Cortisol is not bad. Cortisol is fantastic. It allows us to respond to dangerous and highly stressful situations quickly. However, for some humans, everything is highly triggering. Everything is emotional. And so this is chronic. And if if you are highly stressed all the time stress depletes not only mineral and vitamins in the body it steals your it steals your protein from you um uh, stress depletes not only minerals and vitamins in the body it steals protein from you it stores more body fat it weakens your immune system you develop uh insulin resistance a lot faster um it it costs a lot to be stressed to be honest and In most cases, it also stops ovulation and you from having a period altogether, which comes back to estrogen. You know, if you don't have enough estrogen, you're probably not going to have a period. So if you are chronically stressed as well, it impedes on this system. You can't have both. You can't be highly stressed and have a healthy body. That doesn't work like that. I hope you really enjoyed this episode on estrogen today. Although this is the end and it's not a very long episode, I really just wanted to get the straight facts out so it's easy for you to understand and, and it already apply to your life. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to ask. I would also love to have a segment on the show where you send me questions to answer directly by you for you and it will be completely anonymous and I'll answer this at the end of my show or even dedicate a whole episode or you know, every couple weeks a whole episode do Q&A's and I would love to answer them on my shows. We'll be back on here next week. You know where to find me. If you have any questions, again, don't be afraid to ask. And if you think someone needs to hear this episode or would benefit from listening to this stuff on estrogen, share it, share it with everyone. All right, thanks for joining and speak to you all soon. Bye.